Welcome to Alternative Talk, where we focus on real life, everyday people who are positively affected by cannabis. We'll be speaking to patients, advocates, and professionals keeping you informed on the latest trends and advancements in the medical cannabis industry, bringing quality of living to life. Real stories from real people spreading the real truth about cannabis. Now, here's the host of Alternative Talk, Bear Savon. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening in to Alternative Talk. This is Bear, your host. Today, we got a special guest with us, James Mesner from Hashtag One Plant. Is that correct, James? How are you doing today? Great, Bear. How are you? It's uh, James Meisner. It's all right. I get everybody, I get, I probably get a hundred different pronunciations a day, so. I apologize. It's all good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited Absolutely. to be on the show. Absolutely. I'm excited as well. So, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of things about to be excited. To, you know, my daughter's on her way to her interview. She's 17 and about to get her first job. So it's an exciting day. So um, definitely appreciate you coming on the show, James. So, James, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, you know, I see you all the time on Facebook. You know, you're helping a lot of people. But maybe some individuals that are listening in today, you know, they're, you know, maybe they've never met James, you know, uh, or they'd like to little, know a little bit more about James. I mean, who are you? I mean, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh, well, my name is James Meisner. Like I said, and um, I did found, uh, I founded One Plant on Facebook and social media. We have a website at oneplantisallweneed.com. Uh, a veteran, so I was in the Coast Guard for eight years, and I was a former federal law enforcement officer with the Coast Guard. Um, I was in Virginia during law enforcement school when 9-11 happened, and then I was in New Orleans when Katrina happened, so the whole career I spent extremely busy. The uh, tempo was nonstop, so, uh, and here I am ever since then, and carrying on that uh, desire to help people is, is, is where I've gotten into this industry or the, into this movement, and and trying to change the drug laws in this country, especially cannabis laws. Right, and, and that's then, what One Plant's all about, you know, bringing the education to the people and, and uh, showing what cannabis can do for all of us. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's a beautiful thing. Why? Because, you know, some can may assume that everybody knows everything, but there's still so much to learn, right? Um, even Even myself and what you guys do, I see the you know, the, the messages and, you know, the information that's being passed around, you know, very informative. So that's great. Um, you know, it's truly a blessing because there's a lot of individuals that are out there. Like I had a conversation, um, you know, yesterday, right, uh, on the way to the hearing. Um, and, you know, someone had said, hey, you know, like people are starting to find out more that uh, cannabis is becoming, you know, a medicine. And they're starting to learn more now of that it's something that they can use as medicine without getting that high, you know. And, um, I mean, it, it's a beautiful thing, and I think that that message should continue to spread. I mean, where, where are you guys? Um, you, you guys are in Georgia, is that correct? I mean, one plan, yeah, I see uh, you guys everywhere. You guys are all over the place. Yeah, we're, we're, um, we're worldwide. I mean, as far as the, the, organiz- the movement, I guess, is, is pretty, pretty widely based. But we do have a lot of folks here in Georgia. I'm, I'm currently in Atlanta. Um, it got started out down in South Alabama, actually, sitting on my front porch, you know, with a cell phone, not knowing anything about the industry, just just wanting to get more involved. And when uh, the Amendment 2 failed in Florida back in 2014, that's when I really got involved. And I, I was so close to Pensacola, I really wanted to get in the industry, and I thought that was a great opportunity for me. And it, and it just really upset me that Florida failed with 57% of the voters voting yes, and they wouldn't allow it, you know, medical necessity, it, it just didn't. It just it chats my ass, really, and 
Um, so I, I started getting more involved, posting a lot, and next thing you know, we had a big rally plan down in Tallahassee on February 15, 2015, and then we had six more or five more states join up, and I was in Alabama, so we did one in Montgomery, we did one in Atlanta, uh, and Tennessee, West Virginia, and Louisiana also stepped up, and everybody did it on the same day, and ultimately, um, it was really big because, you know, Florida passed, uh, Alabama and Georgia both have gotten laws since then, and... George, that that rally was actually in the centerfold of Newsweek magazine in Atlanta, mm. and so I mean I, I was just like hooked. I was like I can do this from my phone, you know. I I can do something, and and that's what I encourage other people to do. Is you know it doesn't matter if you're just you know sharing posts or or getting up and going to the Capitol. Do something. Right, right, absolutely. I mean, don't be bitching if you ain't voting. Right, shoo. Right. Um, <laughs> so you know, and here's the thing is right. Like my my first image of this is like I'm sitting here like, and I, I love that you mentioned Pensacola because at one point I was supposed to go to um, the military myself, and you know for personal reasons I couldn't go. Um, but Pensacola is one of the places that I was supposed to go and be stationed at for like six months, I believe, for training. Um, beautiful place, beautiful place, and Fort Myers. You know, I lived there for some time, and you know I have a lot of. Uh, you know, friends and family, you know, just throughout the Florida, you know, area as well from, you know, like Tampa, St. Pete, Fort, My uh, Fort Myers, you know, uh, even to the East Coast. So it, it was really, you know, um, hurtful for me, too, when I found out about, you know, some of the laws. And I, like I said, I'm still learning a lot about it because there's just so much going on. But from what I see, it's just like my friend right now, you know, um, Kenny, uh, you know, if you're listening, man, I'm praying for you every day. Uh, you know, he's, you know, he was, he was my brother, you know, I moved to Florida, didn't have, you know, many friends and he was one of them. And, uh, now he's facing cancer, you know, and, um, you know, has some surgeries that was missed, uh, you know, guided. I don't have too much information, um, about it just because I don't really speak to him so much because of what's going on. Um, you know, and his girlfriend, Jessica, but definitely, hopefully Florida gets, you know, everything together and, you know, if they need some help, you know, hopefully they find that right direction. Um, you know, with one plant, you know, you guys are doing a bunch. I mean, it, it's it's great to see. So, I mean, w as a worldwide thing, you know, it's a beautiful thing because you see, you know, like I heard yesterday is that, you know, in North America, United States is, you know, the only right country that's left, you know, Mexico's uh, involved with the medical cannabis industry and doing research and learning. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Canada's doing the same. I mean, are you guys spread out that far yet, or are you guys still mostly like in the oh, U.S.? Yeah. I know you guys are I mean, all over the U.S. We're small. I mean, we're not, there's a lot of advocacy groups out there much bigger than us, but we, I mean, I've got followers in Australia, Canada, obviously, um, you know, all, all over really in, in places that I, I would never have expected. And, you know, when I, I've seen some of my shirts out there in Australia and places yeah. like that, and it's just like, wow, that's really cool. I like, I like that. That's neat. But, I mean, we're small, but it's, it's nice. It, it's really just a... A movement. It's an idea. It's it's one plan is is the flag that we all need to fight under because ultimately it's cannabis that we're fighting for. It's not hemp. It's not recreational. It's not um, medicine. It's not you know all of these different things that that they want to divide it in. It's it's cannabis, and we need to come together under this one flag. And it's just a platform for people to become united. Absolutely, absolutely. Like free the plant, right? I mean, I mean, uh, hey, yeah. before anything was written on paper, even stone, right? Um, the, you know, the plant's been around for who knows how long. I don't know, you know, but it's been around for a long time. I mean, someone they just didn't say, hey, bloop, let's just go ahead and pop this, you know, the seed here. And then this, let's, you know, let it become what uh, this plant now that everybody at one point or another almost didn't like. Right. So, yeah, 
Um, I'm glad it didn't go to an extinction. It's not obsolete because, you know, it's back now more powerful than ever, especially with hashtag one plants. It's a beautiful thing. So well, I appreciate that. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, so tell a us. lot of people that they are behind it, and that's that's the you know, the only way it keeps going. You know, I spend hours daily just trying to get the posts and the education out there. But um, it's there's a lot a lot of folks that are out there working working hard, and and I appreciate all those folks out there. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that's like a spider web of your team, you know, and that's a big support group that you guys have. You know, it's amazing, and you help so many with, you know, different types of, you know, whichever. You know, uh, uh, I mean, I don't see you you know, being selective on one product over another from what I've seen. But I know that for a fact that, like you said, it's about the plants, you know, whether it's hemp, whether it's cannabis, you know, whether it's going to be used for fiber, whether it's going to be used to build sustainable homes for people to live where no one has to be homeless, right? Or living out in the cold or even out in the the hot weather. Um, But, you know, that's that's a good message. And I I hope that we, you know, will continue to be able to help you in in many ways, you know, just not just on the show. Um, you know, so, um, you know, but I definitely want to talk a little bit more too, cause I see that you do a lot of traveling, you know, but we're going to take a quick break pretty soon. Um, but I see that you do a lot of traveling and I see that you're involved, you know, going out to these different farms. I mean, these are things that I'm interested in and like to learn, um, you know, but I'm going to ask you a little bit more about that real quick. Um, but we're going to go ahead and take a break. And as soon as we get back, you know, I want to learn a little bit more about those, you know, Kentucky hemp or whichever hemp that you've been, you know, know, giving those pictures of. So uh, let's go ahead and take a break. Thank you. More real stories from real people spreading the real truth about cannabis on Alternative Talk when we return. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC, symbol MCIG. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com Cannabis concentrates have been around for hundreds of centuries. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Bringing quality of living to life. Welcome back to Alternative Talk, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back from the break. Those that are listening in, we got James Meisner with us uh, from hashtag one plants. I like to use the hashtag because you guys can simply just hashtag one plants and you'll find a lot of information about cannabis um, and the plant itself. Uh, James, before we went on break, 
um, you know, we're, I was asking you a little bit about, you know, your adventures and your journeys that I see and I follow you, uh, you know, taking pictures in this hemp field, the field of dreams, right? Uh, Man, I mean, tell was. us, <laughs> I, I wish I was there with you. You know, people just have to imagine. It's like, you know, you, know, you grew up in Georgia, you know, it's down south. I mean, you probably know, even even though you, you probably have been to hemp fields or cannabis fields, that when you grow up down here and you all of a sudden see something like that, it's just like, wow. <laughs> I mean, and I, I think too is I don't I don't think how many times you see it it's just always beautiful even if it's just it you know like the twelve plants you know or the sun that can grow right it's just like it's amazing it's just like wow you know and I do apologize really for is. you there but it's it's definitely it is amazing and it's it's a wow factor so um, yeah a couple but, of years ago um, summertime not this year but last year we, I went to uh, Tennessee and and went to the Tennessee Hemp Maze. And that was my first experience going to a hemp field. It was just a little one-acre plot, but uh, they had carved a maze out of it. It was in the fall, right after they har- or right before they actually were going to harvest the field. And uh, but it was just a small little hemp field. But I remember pulling up, and the windows were down, and I could smell the cannabis, and I was just amazed. I was in awe. Couldn't pick my my jaw up off the ground. Uh, but that was really awesome. And then this year, I got to go to the K- Kentucky and went to the uh, Hemp Industries Association conference, which was really cool because I got to meet a lot of um, industry leaders here, you know, like the Stanley Brothers and Morris Beagle and uh, folks out in uh, Colorado and California and whatnot. And that was neat. And I learned a lot out there and got to see hemp fields and hemp processing facilities. And, um, you know, that's that's the future, you know, in my mind, because cannabis can solve so many of our problems and we just got to let it. Mm-hmm. And what are they using from the fields? I mean, like even the, the from the maze, for example, I mean, is this for like medicine? Is this for, you know, making shirts or clothes? That- that maze was more of a, a pilot plot. They did end up, the one thing I did learn in last year and this year was that immediately upon receiving seeds, all of these farmers are being proposed by potential buyers immediately. I mean, it's that, that's how lucrative the industry is. I mean, if, you've, if you're planning, somebody's buying it from you. It's as simple as that. But the first crop was just a seed crop, and it was, didn't put out much. But in Kentucky, they're growing a lot of CBD. They're growing grain for seed. Um, and that's primarily it. The industry here in this country isn't quite set up to handle fabrics just yet. Um, in North Carolina, they got a huge processing facility they just opened up this year, so um, that's starting to change, and maybe we'll see hemp fabrics start to compete, but just because of how difficult it is to produce the fabric, it's, it's tough here right now. But we're getting there, um, slowly but surely. It's the legalization and, and the government that's setting us back there making it really hard for people to get, get involved. So so you're saying as in tough is more of on the legislative side, not as in tough as in like, hey, that's how the, you know, let's use this and make, I mean, the technology is there, right? And, and the resources oh, well, is it, there. It, it, it is there. Um, it's about putting the people in place to utilize it because, like I said, there's, we're getting the technology here in this country. In North Carolina, they have a huge processing facility they just opened up. But because we're still so small of a hemp nation that um, – it's, there's just not enough money in it to, to do it yet. You know, there's not enough money in hemp fabrics to put the hundreds of thousands of dollars it would take to get, you know, production up and running. Right, right. So basically, once the, I mean, and, the man's there now, but we need to just create and have the product. Yeah, and, and a lot of its legislation with hemp uh, is, is hurting a lot of the farmers, too, because they're having to destroy a lot of crops. They're coming in hot. So if they're over 0.3% THC, the government's making it burn them. And that's just crazy. That's asinine. 
that's like saying your milk has too much fat in it. You can't drink it. <clears throat> yeah, and that's that's truly that's crazy too because even for us, that's why like you know at Alternative Vibes we took our THC out too because there were so many factors because it was just a scary thing you know trying to get into the business because like shoot I don't want to get arrested you know like I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that's even, where a lot of you know, like like the lab results. I and I apologize, um, but the lab results even came sometimes not like from from my source. And it'll say like 0.6, you know, THC. Um, right, and it's like, right. you know what? Let's go ahead and just. It's not just even a safe access for those that are unemployed, but it was also where the fact that it was, you know, legalities too. Like I didn't want to get something that was, you know, going to be, you know, sent out, and then all of a sudden it's like 0.6. But that's what natural. Then that just shows, right? Naturally, that there's going to be. You know that amount of percentage, you know, higher than a point three in some places that are that's the you know the standard number, right? I know, like Georgia, I think yeah. it was like point and, six or something. And the, it's point three uh, federally, so uh, every right, state, gonna, mm-hmm. you know, if they create legislation at the state level, you have to abide by the federal 2014 Farm Bill, and that's the point three um, percentage of THC. But places like Colorado, West Virginia, they are not compliant. They they have have. Uh, growers out there that grow hemp strains or high cbd strains that are you know higher than 0.3 but then they sell them uh, as a hemp strain because they, they dumb their product down to 0.3 right they could fix it you know i mean yeah and, it's and just like prescription, it's like prescription it drugs right yeah like prescription gen, uh, synthetic for example you can make it i mean i'm assuming right chemistry uh you know add a milligram of this and so and so and then i mean it's not as that simple as saying it but it's just the same thing it's like hey if, if it's 0.6, then let, you know, these individuals that are in the labs, you know, bring it down to 0.3, you know, yeah, right? Yeah, it, it's easy. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why it's so hard to determine what's a hemp extract or a hemp oil these days anyway, because you don't have any clue what planet came from or what chemistry is involved in that, what's a, you know, whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why the arbitrary THC line is just silly. If you look at the past um, in, in cannabis and when George Washington grew it and Thomas Jefferson, I guarantee you that those those strains did not weren't point three percent. You know, they were they were a couple percentage minimum. Right, right. And uh, they, I mean, who knows, right? But they've dumbed know it down over the last hundred years to be that way. They don't want it to get anyone high. They they bred out the uh, THC. Interesting. That's always interesting to know. You know, like, I mean, imagine now, like, it, it, even if it was like everything was fully recorded you know what i mean like it was open right like how even back when george washington but even to to this date if we begin now just to do things just a little bit differently you know just to you know help patient by patient and even like today i was saying you know even doctors doctor by doctors also need to be you know uh educated into the you know cannabis uh space um there's some that are but there's some that's not and the ones that are not are sometimes giving wrong advice you know and that's one thing is when with health, you know, we always have to be careful is that, you know, you're putting someone's life in your hands. And that's why, like, I don't, I'm not a doctor. I, I won't give any right, kind right. of help, you know, advice like that. Because at the end of the day, is, you know, even though, I, you know, we have a CBD company and we formulate our products, um, but I'm not going to say, hey, you know, but here are the benefits of CBD, right? We can't make claims, you know, and, you know, like I said, things, things could definitely change and I hope it does. So, um, I mean, what what is your next? I mean, what's your next thing? I mean, you're taking these trips and you're going on. You know, I mean, what's the next for like one? Uh, you know, what what was next for you guys? What's next for one plants? Well, you know, ultimately, I'd love to have a farm here in Georgia. I'd love to be able to grow and 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 make 
medicine for people. Um, I'd ha- I'd, my dream is to kind of have a one-plant ranch eventually and be able to help veterans and people with addiction issues come and learn how to make medicine work, further medicine, and, and then leave and get better. You know, yes, that, that would be a, a pretty cool thing, and I've been thinking about that for a year or so. But, you know, right now it's, it's about changing the laws here in the South and Georgia especially and, and ending cannabis prohibition and, and getting, giving everybody that right, you know, because I'm, I'm sick of all the patients, and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, that come to me all the time that are not just frustrated but are dying, and they can't find any help. You know, we shipped um, uh, um, uh, someone from um... – the, the one of the owners from the dispensary actually, you know, from Illinois, um, I won't disclose it because I'm not sure if I can. Um, but I can say that uh, we were asked to send something to someone that needed something like tomorrow. Right. So we overnighted something. I believe it was in Springfield. And literally the next day, because, you know, I'm, I'm big on following up. I'm big on, you know, customer service, you know, the service part of everything, not just the product. And, you right, know, it was, right. it was a big concern. So I messaged the next day and then or I called. And it was like 9 o'clock, right? No answer. Then it's okay. So I called back at uh, like 1130, you know, two hours later or so. And then called back or, or an hour later. I couldn't remember. But I just knew like, okay, because I knew the situation because the wife was dying. You know, she was, it was, she was not in a good position. And I was like, okay, let's just like give them some space. And then sure enough, I got a text message from, uh, you know, the, the, the one of the uh, owners from the dispensary and, um, she basically says, hey, you know, sorry to, you know, uh, bring you this news, but um, the wife had passed away this morning. You know, so so what do we do for individuals like that? Even though you give, you know, uh, the ability to have, you know, the state uh, to, to have patients for medical cards. But what happens if they don't have time? What happens if they say, I don't want to take those painkillers? You know, I want to do something more of a natural, you know, uh, remedy, a natural product. Right. Uh, but but something like that just to show is, you know, what is how much time do we need? How much time are we going to take? Because we don't have time because someone's lives, you know, could be lost, which it is yeah, every day. Yeah. I'm still seeing every day people leaving Georgia because they're, they're just because we have uh, a law here. There's no access. There's no cultivation. Nobody can get what they need. Um, that's why one of the one of the patients here is suing the federal government. Uh, like Jeff Sessions and the DEA, namely. Um, for the unconstitutionality of the scheduling of cannabis because this law in Georgia makes him become a criminal. He has to drive out of state, break federal law, then break many state laws before he can come back to Georgia and provide the medicine he needs for his child. And that's unconstitutional in in my eyes. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. But you know what? This is life-saving. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is is definitely, um, you know, life-saving if someone's breaking the law. But with that being said, real quick, you know, um, speaking of break, Let's go ahead and take a quick break real quick, uh, and then we'll come right back, okay? All right. More real stories from real people spreading the real truth about cannabis on Alternative Talk when we return. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network. 
founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Bringing quality of living to life. Welcome back to Alternative Talk, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, and we're back from the break. James, thank you for being on the show, man. I appreciate it. Before we go on break and those that are listening in, you know, James was just, you know, saying a couple things about, you know, how uh, with the laws, right? You know, individuals that are maybe given a medical card, but then can't get the medicine that they need. Was that correct, James? And, you know, individuals now put into positions where they're breaking the law. Yeah, they have to. There's uh, in the state of Georgia, we have a medical cannabis card law that gives you access, or gives you the ability to possess up to five percent THC oil. But there's no cultivation and there's no dispensaries here in Georgia. So where are these patients supposed to get that medicine? So patients like basically in wheelchairs that are unable to be mobile or have some kind of discomfort and pain, possibly. Um, are now then going through this process. I don't know how the process is in Georgia. So they're going through this process, through the application, and then they pay the little money that maybe they can have. Because I do, I volunteer to do home visits, and I tell people all the time, like, we can try to help you and lead you to directions, whether it's the doctor in Chicago or whether it is, uh, uh, you know, getting the uh, application services helped out, right? Um, but these individuals, they don't have much to give already, and then they're holding on to life. So basically you're saying that they went through all – of everything to then get nothing pretty much they paid they paid for their card they went jumped through the hoops they filled out and got put on a database they had to go and beg doctors to get enrolled also because the state doctor registration is very minimal and they many of them have gone through dozens of doctors to find a doctor that will even get registered and then they got to get the proof for the conditions there you know they have and there's then there's pretty much told well now there you go now you got a card you can possess it so figure it out mm. i can't and a lot of them are going to the black market so i mean that's another <laughs> thing we're, we're we're shaming you know cops here in georgia because that's just not fair when we see these minor busts constantly and you know that and i know that that was probably somebody's medicine there was some mom was making oil with that and i've, I've i know personally dozens of moms here that buy their cannabis on the streets and they make their oils for their kids or, or what if, okay, what if, if, what if, if somebody that says just, let's just say, okay, because a lot of the words that being thrown out, adult news, recreation, okay, but what happened, those individuals, let's just say they have bad anxiety, and it, and, and, and what if that's not a qualifying condition? Right, right? it's not, not here. Exactly, so then you're telling me that, let's just say someone, because I've had people that ask me, because, dude, man, I don't want to take this pill anymore, bro, like, seriously, I just want to go to work, come home. 
you know, and that's really it. But then it's gotten to the point where now it's like, I don't know, the medicines, you know, the pills that I've been taking has, you know, it's, I don't know what's wrong with me. And, you know, you know what I mean? Like, and it's just whole roller coaster. I wish I could get him on the show because he could tell his story, you know, and he would, he would know more, you know, definitely with, you know, opiates and benzos and withdrawals and tempering and all that. I, I'm not the oh, person yeah. to ask, but I can definitely try to be supportive and help out, you know, and I see that through with, uh, you know, one plant as well, you know, trying to help out. And I see you in different groups speaking and talking to individuals and trying to, continue to educate too man it's, it's just definitely crazy um and I, you know this is the last segment and we're running out of time i mean if you were to say a couple things i mean and uh you know give some shout outs to where we can find out more information besides hashtag one plant um what would it be um well you can find me on facebook james meisner um and i'm a public profile i love to educate folks you can also check out one plant o-n-e-p-l-a-n-t it's a, a community page and the hashtag one plant is the group and www.oneplanisallweneed.com is the website. And just want to say we do have a big event coming up in February. I know it's a little ways off, but this is going to be the biggest uh, cannabis legalization march in the state of Georgia at the Capitol, and we need everybody involved to come out. And it's February 1st. Uh, I believe it's at 10 o'clock at the Capitol in Atlanta. Where can we get more information on that? Just to say, like a person like me, like I heard it, like I could be driving and listening to this on uh, iHeart or whatever, uh, you, you know, Streaker, whatever it is, Cannabis Radio, right? So wh- wherever the shows are being heard, I mean, where can I get some more information about that? I mean, I, I went to a hearing yesterday, and guess what? I mean, I'm going to attend some more. Whether people like it or not, I'm going to be there. Uh, and I see yeah, that we'd you're- love to have you out, man. If you can make it, that'd be awesome. It's right before the – it's actually right in the middle of the legislative session, so we're going to be – fighting hard to get more conditions added and get cultivation and access for these patients here in Georgia. So that's what it's all about. But you can find out more information at the One Plant main page. The event link is there. Um, you can also check out peachtreenormal.org, and that's peachtreenorml.org, and uh, www.oneplantisallweneed. I should have the event notice up there. If I don't have it now, I'll have it up there soon. Okay, very cool. There you guys have it, folks. James, thank you for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it, brother. Much love. One plant, you know, definitely appreciate it. Much love, man, and I thank you and and Alternative Vibes so much for helping out with the big rally that we did recently at the VA rally. I really appreciate that. Big shout-out to you guys, too. Absolutely. It's with great pleasure, and, you know, for all the veterans out there, thank you so much for all that you guys done for our country. Um, Once again, thank you, and see you guys. Peace. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.